0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment.
1: Welcome into Behind the Pen, everyone. My name is Mike Rankin, and I am your host today. And for this podcast, I'm very excited because for the first time in I don't know how long, I'm going to be reunited with my with my former podcast partner for... This website called Midway Madness And for Midway Madness, we'd, you know, work for a few months at a time And we'd have put together a few really awesome podcasts And it is my pleasure to bring in my my good pal I respect his sports opinion very much If I didn't, he wouldn't be in this show right now
0: Luke Pahennessy, Luke Hennessy, welcome in Oh, thanks, that was a wonderful introduction, thank you very much
1: Absolutely, you know, I gotta give you some credit Because, like I said, I do value your sports opinion And today we have a lot of stuff to talk about and your expertise? What? Tell me a little bit about
0: yourself. What do you like most in in the
1: sports world?
0: Definitely baseball. Uh, and I'm I'm actually really nervous to be on the show right now because I just you just know so much, Rankin. I just
1: wow, you are <laughs> putting me on a pedestal here.
0: No, nah, man, just just respect this man. And uh, so yeah, definitely I say baseball, and then everything else is just more more for fun. So you would say that? Are you a Cub fan, Sox fan? I definitely
1: say I'm a White Sox fan. But do you hate the Cubs? Are you the one of those White Sox fans who hate the Cubs? No, I don't hate the Cubs. Are you one of those guys who say, "Yeah, well, the White Sox are really good, and I just want to make sure the Cubs suck."
0: No, I like, I like, I like the Cubs. I uh, respect their success, and then I just, you know, just I watch their playoff games in a jealous rage. Yeah, so I'll be, I'm one of those. Well, Sox get, fans. get
1: ready for that because it's going to happen again. It's <sighs> we'll get into it later, but don't worry. But you know, I'm just telling you right now that the White Sox are going to be watching on their couches while the Cubs win the World Series.
0: Okay, I'm just gonna straight up All say right. that. Yep we'll just we'll just lead the show off with that.
1: <laughs> Moving on. So what, what do we have on tap today? We got Bears because free agency is going on around the NFL and it's really entertaining right now. It's the start of the new NFL season. It's 2016. Here we go. And we'll talk some LLB. And I'm like I said, Cubs are gonna win the World Series. That's that's flat out. But I want to get your opinion on the White Sox because I know you do a really well, a really good job following them and you have a really good sports take on them. So we're gonna get some questions in. But their off season, what you expect in 2016 if they're going to make the playoffs? Then we're going to get some predictions, some will be division winners and whatnot. So, all right, I let's like how you like, laid it out. Yeah, let's get right Fantastic. into it. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get right into it. So we have some Bears talk for you today because it's always NFL season and we always have to talk about the Bears and free agency. Free agency, free agency is awesome. Last year, Bears kind of fell short, and it was predictably so that they weren't going to be very good. But 6-10 kind of surpassed some guys' expectations, and including my own. And I, I have to say that, like I said in my last podcast, I think the Bears doing the right things can make the playoffs next year or at least be in the hunt. Am Maybe. I wrong for thinking that?
0: They have to make a lot of right moves.
1: Well, they're starting so far to do the right thing.
0: You know, you could use next year. I think next year is an important year, but I mean, I don't think it's playoffs or bust for no, sure. No,
1: absolutely not playoffs or bust. But I'll tell you what, as a Bears fan, as an optimistic one as I am for myself, I would say I'd be crushed if they didn't make the playoffs. Do you
0: know what the schedule looks like?
1: Well, I, yeah, actually, it, it's pretty favorable for the Bears, honestly. Like, if you look at it, they some beatable teams, yeah, it's going to change. But there's some beatable teams out there. And honestly, like, why, why not the Bears? Like, this NFC... It's not super dominant with all these dominant teams. The Carolina Panthers are going to be there again. If you look at within their own division, yeah, it's going to be competitive. But I think they can match up against the Vikings if they make, like I said, if they make the right moves.
0: And we'll see. But yeah, you know, we'll see.
1: Free agency started really well for the Bears. I, in my opinion, yeah, They definitely la- did. They landed their guy. They wanted Danny Trevathan from the start. It was it was publicized that the Bears were in on him from the start, so they landed him and for cheap. He, he's twenty. He's going to be twenty six years old, coming off a major knee injury in twenty fourteen. But in 2015, he was fantastic. He specifically is based on his strengths are in coverage as an inside linebacker or whatever jack linebacker, whatever you want to call him. So that's 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 a plus because none of the linebackers on the Bears last year, including Shane McClellan
0: and Christian Jones, they couldn't cover. So is McClellan gone now?
1: Well, I don't know. I think he, I think Fangio really likes him, so he could be still still really likes him. He could be a death piece. And you know what? I guess they yeah, his instincts aren't really there and. He's kind of lackluster in overall ability as a linebacker because he's... He needs learning, some guidance.
0: He, he, yeah. he needs to fact, learn they, guidance okay, from the so, sidelines.
1: And this also goes with Kyle Fuller because Kyle Fuller, in his second season, showed a little bit of improvement because in his first season with Mel Tucker, you really saw he really didn't learn anything because that whole entire coaching staff was nothing. And then same with Shea McClellan. You, you entrust guys uh, to teach him the, the ways and... Who they had with Trustman wasn't the right fit. You know what I mean? So if you you bring in Fangio and guys who actually know what they're doing, John Fox, who know how to run a team, this is exciting for, I, at least gives me room for improvement, you know, to think with Shane McClellan could be a piece in the future, maybe. Maybe not a maybe not a starter, but a depth guy, at
0: least. Maybe. The important thing is I we mean, have he's better than a, Is he better than a street guy? Probably.
1: Oh, you're you're going that low comparing Shane McClellan to a street guy? I think he's got something. He could do something for you. Would they pick him 14? I would be... Well, we don't have to revisit that draft, but, like, we... If the same... Yeah, I... Shane McClellan could do something for... I wouldn't be very upset if he was a backup to any of the linebackers.
0: Okay, so what do you know about the offensive linemen they got?
1: I don't know any offensive linemen's names, you know? They they just... Until they come to the Bears, I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm ignorant to the fact, but... From what I've read, from the Cardinals, offensive right tackle, it's a good, solid pickup. What do you think?
0: I'm just glad they got someone this quick already. It's a guy who's a potentially starter, play all 16 games. It's
1: great because they, they're making it a point to improve their offensive line, which needs much improvement. So that's that's one thing. Now And then it poses the question, is Kyle Long going back to his natural guard position? Is he going back to right guard? I hope so. I think he might. He probably will. And Adam Jans of the Sun Times reported that the Bears are planning on moving him back to right guard. So that's so that's really exciting because he could honestly be the best guard in football.
0: That means you upgraded two positions theoretically. Right. You you, you right there.
1: Don't force him to learn a new position at right guard, makes him at his natural position at right guard. When I say right guard twice, mm-hmm. okay. So uh, you know what I mean. Right tackle. Then he goes back to right guard, and then who, Charles. Is it Leno over at left tackle for now? Is that who, is that who the Bears are trotting out there? Are, that, are they comfortable with who they have? Or are they going to look to the draft and and build that way?
0: And then also do all those. They always they always like to scour the like kind of like the the middle range of the free agents and you know find those guys you can get on one year contracts.
1: Oh, definitely. And so far so good. Those two were those two free agent signings were solid and especially the Trevathan thing because there were reports that other teams were in on him and it would be devastating if the Bears didn't land him but they got him and they got him for a pretty efficient uh deal so uh, that that's a win for Ryan Pace so far they also brought in they re-signed Jacques Rogers running back uh formerly of the Falcons spent a year with the Bears last year was injured for the most part so we saw a lot of Kadim Carey Jeremy Langford and Matt Forte and as we know, Matt Forte's gone, but bringing in Jack has Rogers,
0: he might have a little bit of a role this year, especially if, if he's someone healthy, gets hurt that I think, uh, I like that they didn't give up on him immediately, but you got to bring someone in to compete with him though. Keep him on his toes. Yeah. You know, cause Arian, I haven't seen much from him since they've signed him.
1: Arian Foster hurt his knee. He's out for the year and nobody, I don't know which teams are want to maybe take a flyer on him, but if I'm the bears and you can land him for cheap, might as well.
0: Well, it shouldn't take much to get Aaron Foster. But is there any room for him to come in here? I feel like they really like what they got in Langford and Carey.
1: True, I would. I would probably stay away, in my opinion. But at they the same time, end.
0: they need tight. What are they going to do in the tight end position?
1: At the same time, though, if you can land Foster for like a million dollars, why not? You have Foster, Jack, has
0: Rogers, Langford, and uh, even Canum Carey. I wonder how is he. See, what what was his last knee injury? It was an ACL, so it was pretty serious. Same? Was it the same leg he's always been injuring? Probably. So he's injury prone, definitely. I don't know. I feel like he he could be super cheap. I, but he would be super cheap, but I think at the same
1: time cheap. the Bears are in a good position right now where they don't really have to spend money on an injury prone guy who's super cheap.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they even have to look there. I mean, if could, they did, it's a nice it's a nice buy. I mean, you don't want you like it's like something you see at the store that you don't really want to buy, and you <laughs> you just like oh, it's so cheap. And he could provide some value, but you know what. Let another team take a chance
1: on him. I th- I agree with you. I don't. I think Langford and Carey right now are the right guys, you know, to build around. And like you said, yeah, going back to the tight end conversation, Zach Miller did a lot of good things for them last year. Bring him back. And I don't see why they wouldn't bring should, him back. Him and Cutler
0: seem to have got a connection.
1: Yeah, obviously, but he wants that Gronk money, and he wants that. that
0: There's no he does? Graham. Yes,
1: what? He's he's looking for a decent decent amount of money there for for a tight end who
0: hasn't been on the field. How much guaranteed? For a 31-year-old who's had just one full season finally. I think the Bears wanted to give him like 5 mil a year. If, if he would take 5 mil, he's definitely I mean, coming G- Green's back. Green's gone. fleener has gone.
1: Yeah. Tight ends are coming off the board, and then Martellus Bennett's going to be moved. That's a foregone conclusion right now.
0: I wish they, I wish they could just bring him back but it just seems like he clashes way too much with the team
1: and that's that's another point that John Fox wants to make is that if you don't have the right character you're not on board with these or if you're on your own agenda a lot like Bennett has been he's, kind,
0: the, of, he's kind of a fun dude though he's a
1: wild card for sure and he's he's got an overactive imagination definitely
0: because if you listen to him and he produces he's very good he, he can
1: block He does, he's a very very good tight end but at the same time you look at the character issues I don't think anybody wants to take a chance on it well Anyone I say the bears, I mean the bears don't want to deal with it anymore, and I think that's one of the they're trying to move him to a place that he wants to go to, which is kind of going to be difficult, but they'll be able to work something out and what, they, what they're not and it's obvious that they're not going to get much for Bennett because the league knows that they want to dish him, so whatever you can get is a plus, I guess so if you're already set moving on from him, then yeah, you got to shore up that tight end position because they don't they don't have anybody. Nothing. They don't have anybody right now. If you move Bennett and you don't re-sign Zach Miller, so that's that's another thing to keep an eye on as this process moves forward in free agency. The Bears also re-signed uh, another one of their tight ends who is a depth guy, and they made one more move. Do you remember what move it was?
0: Are you saying they re-signed Rosario? Was it no? I don't think it was Rosario. he's, their, he's their third tight end, wasn't he?
1: I didn't even see him on the depth chart, so I'm not sure if he's there either.
0: Yikes! Uh, the other move they made was who I been another? Oh, they re-signed Tracy Porter. That's
1: right. That was that was. Thank you. And wow, awesome, right? Because Tracy Porter was playing for the veterans minimum last I didn't see year. For how
0: much? How much did they get him for? A couple, it was few million. Three
1: years. and It was affordable, like twenty something mil. I gotta I gotta check my facts no, I,
0: here. I, I forget. I, I always keep thinking he's older than he is. Well, yeah, he's, he's 28, 29. Oh, he's, I
1: think he's been in the league. For a while, I'll say he's been. I would.
0: I want to say Zenas, I don't think he's. I don't think he's reached his thirties yet, or maybe I've, he's just I think about he's to up reach there. his thirties.
1: I think he's definitely up there. But it's a very good signing because he was arguably their best cornerback last year, better than Fuller for sure. Tracy Porter's twenty-nine. He's going to be thirty in August. thought so.
0: And it'll be. Do you think they draft another cornerback? Go after another cornerback. Who's your? Who's who's third on the depth right right now behind Fuller and Porter? Well, who
1: they had um. Who, who was it that they used? Because they, they 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 tried out guys off the streets, and they did like undrafted free agents. I'm talking, and they did there's they some, did okay.
0: There's so many moving parts on their defense.
1: Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's
0: interesting as far as the backups. Well, but these guys, it feels it feels like within the third week, the Bears are already tried out like six or seven replacement guys. Yeah, they need like if if they really think they have any chance of competing this year, you got to shore up that like. The outer third of your roster,
1: they'll have they'll have stability this year. I think
0: they'll have a little bit. They still got so much money to spend. Yeah,
1: they, they, that's the thing too. They have a ton of cap space. It was like forty mil they were able to spend through free agency and re-signing guys. So
0: and uh, you've only spent what like twenty million tops already. Yeah, pro- I would say that's the right number. Yeah, they got a lot to play around with. So here. far,
1: so good with Ryan Pace. I'm 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 encouraged. We'll see it's what a big happens. Big draft form in April.
0: Yes, huge draft. They
1: need to hit on the draft, and if they do that, fill positions in I mean,
0: need. I'm not as excited as you are, but I mean, at least I'm not like I'm not like full of full pessimism, full Bears pessimism. Like I'm usually in the last couple of can we take
1: can we can we transition from the Bears strictly and look at some of the guys that signed with other teams, specifically in the cornerbacks. Yeah, because Kirk Cousins is getting franchise tagged, which means you're you're averaging um, the top five quarterbacks. Money-wise.
0: And RG could be had at minimum wage. I mean, not minimum wage, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> the minimum, yeah. New, New minimum, minimum salary, wage yeah, right. of half a million, but some weird, bizarre world where that happened in one year. They had the franchise tackle him because Brock Osweiler, which is just blows my mind, got $76 million. Kirk Cousins would have got okay, $120 Kirk,
1: million. Kirk Cousins would have um, definitely demanded to be in the top 10 paid quarterback range. Like Colin Kaepernick, he's up there. It's crazy, and people complain about the color contract. Color is making eighteen mil, I believe, this year, which is on par to like Tony Romo, Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's overpaid, but overpaid compared to those. But
0: then you look at Brock Osweiler makes the same. You look
1: at Joe Flacco is the top paid quarterback in the league, and then you look at Matt Ryan, who's up there. I would, I don't know. (laughs) You, you look at uh, obviously, I would take color over Kaepernick, and it would be debatable over Matt Ryan, but still, Matt Ryan's making a twenty-two mil. That's like a tremendous amount more than color is and people are complaining about the quarterback position eating up a lot of their cap space it's like dude you have to that's the going rate right for quarterbacks you have to especially
0: and if you're halfway decent
1: i'm giving that money to color absolutely In the market right now absolutely i'm okay with that
0: i mean you cuz you look at what the broncos are going to do they're completely qb less i mean who are they yeah gonna, right I, I mean they have some options but realistically who are they going to go after rg3 maybe if i was them i think fitzpatrick, fitzpatrick? looks nice RG three would be interesting, but realistically, what what can he do anymore? Mike Lennon, I mean, you know, you I mean you saw with the with the Broncos, you don't have to do much, right? You have that defense still. Just don't lose the game for them. Don't throw five picks.
1: I just can't believe Brock Osweiler got that money in Texas, Houston, for the, yeah, That's the The Texans, unbelievable.
0: The Texans are, are got Brian Lamar Miller. I mean, they made the playoffs last year with, with Brian with, with, Hoyer. With, a, with a just a. Complete yeah. merry-go-round of just random quarterbacks. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> it was, that was something.
0: Brandon, we did the the Whedon and Hoyer show, mm-hmm.
1: and they had who who started? Do you remember my
0: was, was the Cowboys? Who, who started? It was um, TJ Yates. No, he he was, never. Every no. every year they release him. Every year they bring him they, back because everyone's injured.
1: They were, they were trying out some Case Keenum. Yeah, Case, Keenum, Case Keenum. Keenum was out there, and then he lost his job. And he, got, he was all salty. <laughs> well, whatever. That's that's the Texans' problem. See, would you rather have Brian Hoyer? Uh, Case Keenum, Brock Osweiler over color? Hell no! I wouldn't, absolutely not. So, guys, be happy with what you got in color. Color can lead you some to places. I believe that. Um, I believe it. Give them the right supporting we'll cast. See. Just we'll see. But the Bears, you know the Bears. We don't have to worry about the Kobe Bears. Got like
0: nine lives. I feel like
1: that's fine. Let the let this whole off season play out, and then we can get excited about the Bears. But it's always fun to talk about them, especially around free agency period when the new league year starts so it's fun bears kind we not have to learn we have to worry about them until august september you know
0: yeah, like, it's true but it, it's just like you said it never ends it, just, it doesn't right you know free agency then the draft and then otas and then you know summer camp and
1: well yeah but like at the same something it's like the off season drags on forever and then the regular season goes by in a blink but for baseball we talk about spring training, we look at spring training, it's so long, they got like 50 games
0: to play. I mean, if I, if I was in charge of a team, no, none of my important players would ever play until like March 15th anyways. Well, yeah, if you look at
1: what the White Sox are doing with Chris Sale, they're not I would do that with them all, yeah.
0: all my horses, oh, they would all do that. They they're are. not trotting them out there until the middle of March. Just You don't need to throw an extra 40 innings in spring. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: unless you really want to work on specific grips or like if you want to shore up your oh, mechanics or whatever do the case may be. Do that bullpen sessions,
0: simulated games, shit like that.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I understand that you could do, but at the same time, it doesn't compare to live batters. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I know. But the Cubs did that with Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta first, well, I agree with that. You want to, especially with Sale, you want to minimize his innings. What He had over 240 last year.
0: I don't know if he reached 240. No, no, no.
1: He had 240 strikeouts. But he
0: definitely would have reached it. It was like
1: 220 innings. It was nuts.
0: He he reached an insane amount of innings per start because, if you remember, he hit a late start to the season. Yeah, because he broke his foot. Broke his foot.
1: But he still dominated. That was like absolutely unbelievable what he was able to do, just overpowering hitters like it was nothing. I want to bring up the White Sox because there's a lot of optimism, more so than last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely better than the 76 wins. That's for sure. Weren't they
1: seventy three and eighty
0: nine? No, they won seventy six last year. Seventy six and eighty six. Yeah, dude, come on. You're oh, selling the sorry. White Sox short. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we wouldn't. Oh, that's right. 96 when the Cubs, games, when the Cubs won seventy
1: three games, the both the Cubs and White Sox had the same record. Wow. The White Sox were oh. only three games better in twenty fifteen after all the upgrades they made. Well, yeah. That's how you run a franchise,
0: huh? Well, because Adam LaRoche wasn't an upgrade. Do you think it's gonna you think this year's gonna be better? Yeah, they're definitely gonna win more than seventy six, but no, I'm afraid I they, they, they might get, get back around 80, 81. I mean I mean, let's look at the division. The Royals, you know, they got Gordon back. Their rotation looks pretty much the same, except they lost Cueto, who sucked for them anyways. Mm-hmm. They don't have Greg Holland anymore, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter because Wade Phillips is just... Or Wade Davis, not Wade Phillips. <laughs> oh, shout out to Wade Phillips. <laughs> Super Bowl winner. But Wade Davis is just insane. They, like, it's kind of a, okay. Like, yeah,
1: the bullpen's like, going to be there again. You know, they only you don't even lose a... They lost their boy Brandon Finnegan, too.
0: Yeah, that's okay. That's He's fun, good, though. He'll be he good. Yeah, he should. But he anyway, should yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I hear you with the Royals. Definitely, they're going to be there. They're do you, do you have the Royals
0: at the top yeah. of the division? Yeah. And then who do you have in second? I think it's going to be the Indians. Indians, baby. That rotation, I love it. Rotation is rock solid. Bullpen, they made a lot of upgrades there. Mm-hmm. And their and their lineup's pretty solid, man. It just... Lineup's rel- a big question mark. It
1: relies on...
0: Brandy's Brantley's open. getting... He's got to be
1: healthy and then you got to be
0: back late april. Abraham Almonte's got an 80 game suspension. So Yeah, which
1: which which sucks.
0: That really screws up their uh their little their outfield, outfield right situation.
1: There. Yep, definitely. But then you have the Leo infield, Francisco Lindor, Whew. stud. Jason Ed Kipnis, stud.
0: stud. Top second baseman in the league. Carlos Santana. Carlos He's Santana
1: can walk like it like it's his very business. Still very good. Yep.
0: Yeah. You got uh, Jan Gomes has got to be healthy. Jan Gomes is a... he, he, he struggles so yeah, bad last year.
1: Right. But at the same you that core, that what they're relying on mostly is Danny Salazar, Carlos Correa. Hey, Juan When back. Juan Uribe starting Juan third Juan baby, he's, he's definitely gonna be. You know he's going to be.
0: Yep. And then, hey, Cody Allen, Rock Solid, uh, Rock Salad closer. What
1: we're what we're saying here is that that AL Central is up for grabs. I think maybe for the be. Royals
0: and Indians. It and could be. Tigers. The Tigers got nothing but better. And Victor Martinez looks super healthy. This, but this, I don't think the Tigers are going to make the playoffs.
1: This division is definitely up for grabs. Even the Twins could be in the middle of it come
0: August, late July. It could happen. It could happen to the Twins. I have the Twins finishing just below the White Sox. So are you saying the White Sox be close. finish better than Detroit? Uh, no, not my predictions. I don't know, man. I,
1: I don't know about Detroit because, yeah, they bolstered their lineup.
0: but They have a ton of problems still, but they got K- K-Rod. They finally have a closer, yeah, it seems like. well... You, I don't know. He's kind of a question mark. He is, but he was dominant last year. 38 for 40, one of his best years. Got Justin Upton, who's a little questionable with Verlander, right now. Is, is
1: Verlander going to be your guy?
0: 3.300 average last year.
1: Verlander, Zimmerman. Wasn't
0: that good, but still pretty good. Hannibal Sanchez. Sanchez is like a huge question mark. Daniel she, Norris. Daniel Norris. Shane, Shane Green. Green. Yeah, their rotation is Buck not Farmer. that good. <laughs> So that's that's why I don't think yeah, the Tigers gonna make the, the playoffs. Thing.
1: I don't I don't believe in the I don't believe in the Tigers very much. But their is rock out. But yeah, they're they're one through six is set.
0: They can, they can hit with anybody,
1: right? And I, I still though, I really I do like the Indians. I agree with you. I like the Indians. I like the Royals, White Sox. They need okay. So with the White Sox specifically, let's talk about the White Sox a little bit. Can
0: okay, the backer of the rotation do it? Do you have
1: any faith in John Danks and Eric Johnson and Matt Latos? No. I don't blame you
0: there. I think, all, I think Eric Johnson might be the best option of all the three, and he is not proven at all.
1: Matt Latos is a few seasons away from one of his career war
0: seasons. True, true, and he's interesting. He had a 9, nine uh, start stretch last year in the middle of the summer. We had about a 2.9 on average with the Marlins before they traded him to the Dodgers. You're getting a
1: consistent one and two. You know what you're getting. Absolutely dominant, actually. Your one is dominant. True ace. A lot of teams are looking for a true ace. You saw what the Diamondbacks did, paying for Zach Greinke. And giving up everything for Shelby Miller. Right. And so you have Sale as your ace, and then Quintana, you know he's going to be consistent. He's been a very, very nice find for the White Sox. One
0: of the top 20, 25 pitchers in the game right now.
1: Quietly. And and I don't think it's going to be quietly anymore, because Quintana's just going to kill it again and then people are going to recognize him. But then you Maybe
0: he'll get some run support this year on win he probably 20 will. games.
1: He probably will. And his de- uh, defense will be less than suspect. So then you move on to Rodon, who had one of the one of the most impressive second halves
0: among lefty pitchers. It was amazing. Just when you thought maybe he wasn't ready yet. He just comes completely back turned it on to another level.
1: So he had a lot of command of his breaking pitches, he was locating his fastball, which was a lot he struggled a lot in the first half. He had a lot of walks, but that, that went down,
0: the strikeouts went up. So that's something to be very encouraged about. Yep. And that's but- and that's all that's fine and perfect, but What's the point of having your three studs if your four and five is going to suck?
1: And that's the thing, too. You have a question. And you know what? At the same time, Rodon might not come out of the gates super good.
0: Yeah, you never know. You need, He's soaking inconsistent. So
1: let's talk about the lineup, then. Because you need to have a reliant, reliable, at least top of the lineup, to produce something for you. Because what's been the case for the White Sox over the last few seasons is you get past the fifth spot, and it's pretty much one, two, three.
0: And every it's just, inning oh, complete holes garbage it seems like it seems like this year they're finally going to have the most consistent lineup one through nine that they've had the last few years but it's still gonna it's there's still so many question marks i feel yeah
1: no because i agree with you because you have to rely a lot on brett Laurie, and you have to rely a lot on todd frazier and okay todd frazier had a terrible second half last year with the reds but at the same time the reds were one of the worst teams in baseball and that has to play at least a he little bit did. to do with it. He said I it did. I don't blame him. If you're but, on a
0: competitive team, I think Todd Frazier produces. And, I mean, the White Sox were, I mean, there was never a point last year where it's like, damn, they're going to the playoffs. But they were like, you know, it was like September 5th, and maybe they were like four games out of the wild card, something like that. And, you know, that that still gives you incentive more than being 20 games out in okay. August. And that's another thing about the wild card situation is it keeps teams into it yeah, I think, longer into the season. I think but, besides Yeah, go ahead. a couple of teams in the AL it's going to be very super close. It's going to be a very crowded wild card again.
1: Oh, for sure. I agree with that. But uh f- still let's stay on, on with the White Sox here. They
0: had uh, they had an opportunity
1: in the offseason to land top players in top outfield players and other free agents that were available. Like they were linked to Dexter Fowler. They were linked to Carlos Gonzalez. They were even linked to Carlos Gomez at a point. Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce recently. Don't think that's going to happen. No, not anymore. It really doesn't make any sense for them to do that. But then, in the end, they landed Austin Jackson. They landed Todd Frazier, Brett Laurie. They, they shored up their, their catching situation. They cut Flowers. They got
0: brought Albers back.
1: Matt Albers was a nice pickup, a nice re-signing, too. Cause Jacob Turner. Solid in the, in the bullpen.
0: Travis Ishikawa. There you go. Yeah. So... White
1: Sox a little bit more filled with depth that can produce than last year because last year bad that was really
0: bad real bad still bringing up uh, I wish they would just value the roster spots the twenty five roster spots a little bit more they have too many they give away I think feel like they just they take for granted too many roster spots and give guys at bats that are just clearly just not deserving of it
1: expand about that what do you think
0: I don't want Mike Old getting another ninety at bats he's not going to. Yeah, but that's that's what they did. I think this year they finally like made it a well, little last more. Last year, what
1: what else? I mean,
0: but if guys get injured. I want I want them to be able to bring up someone who's good, and not just some horrible AAA <laughs> player that they're just like ah, sorry. Well, I mean they they kind of gave Michael the shot, and he was probably their
1: most productive third baseman they had all year last year.
0: <laughs> so that was <laughs> it's not saying much. That was a plus. It's not saying much. But
1: Michael shouldn't be anywhere near the twenty five man this year. I'm with you there. But they. I wanted them. I was adamant about them signing a guy like I wanted them to sign Austin Jackson from the start. I thought that would have been the smart thing to do.
0: Great deal. They got him so cheap, right? And
1: they held out this long, and nobody really took flyer on him, which I was surprised about. He was an everyday player in Seattle for a while, and then he got traded to Detroit. But he's still he's still he'll give you a production defensively, which allows Adam Eaton to move to a corner sometimes, allow Melky DH sometimes. I
0: wonder if I, I wonder if he's going to go to left or right. Yeah, I've I've heard that left suits him better because of his arm. But then if you put him in left, you got to put Melky in right, and you're putting two people in two new positions. Is that really worth yeah, it? Well,
1: I mean, the corner—if you can play a corner outfield spot, you should be able to play either one. I know the dimensions are different. And right
0: field, though, you, wanna, you, kinda wanna, you want you kind of want arm, right, but, want the better arm, right? You
1: want the better arm in right field, but at the same time, you can still do it. Yeah, it's the same concept. You're just reading fly balls at a different angle. It's just, I, I, if you're a professional outfielder, you can play either corner. That's my opinion. True, but. but yeah, let's continue on to this in this conversation because, as I was saying before, I wanted them to sign Austin Jackson, what they did. And a lot of people were like, oh, we need to get Dexter Fowler. We need to jump on this because Avi Garcia isn't going to be the guy. You know, he's going to suck again. But so far, Avi's having a nice spring. We'll see what happens with him. But then they, instead of signing Ian Desmond, which I thought would have been the right move to do, they brought in Jimmy Rollins. And now I think you could have done both. In hindsight, I don't think you could do both, only because of the depth that they have. In hindsight,
0: I they, like. They, yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's just deaf. Like it's like. It's not good deaf. It's just death.
1: It's not bad deaf. It's Tim Anderson, Tyler Saladino. You don't like that? Uh, I don't know, no, I think it's okay.
0: No, Tyler Saladino. First of all, he could be a perfect utility man. He can play any position, but he can't hit, and. If you look at Tim Anderson, he's been in the minor leagues for six years. Is this guy really gonna be? Is this guy the answer? Really? He can barely feel. He might be looked at better as an outfielder because because of his bat. Hey, the, and y- then
1: you know how it is with with hitters. If you can hit, you're gonna find a spot in the field.
0: But it, it's, it's yeah, yeah. But it's just like the White Sox to be like, oh, it's, we got Saladino, we got Carlos Sanchez, we got Tim Anderson, <laughs> who's been our minors for eight years. No, I hear you. No, it's been I think it's been four or five years with him. Tim Anderson? I thought yeah. he was
1: drafted in 2013.
0: That be this would be his fourth year. If that's if that's true,
1: yeah. Well, he spent two and a half seasons in the minors with the White Sox. If it was twenty thirteen, which hey, he's one of their top prospects.
0: Yeah, you you have to you have to, be one you have of their to have confidence
1: in him, and you have to you have to build around that. And yeah, I like I like the stability that they brought in Jimmy Rollins. I like that. Move. I think it was smart because honestly, too, but Jimmy Rollins is going to get the most playing time.
0: Yeah, but he's still he's still thirty seven. Yeah,
1: no, he still looks like you. he
0: might not have anything left at all. And you can't you can't just be happy with that. You can't just pass up getting Ian Desmond for eight million. You get the draft pick back.
1: Yeah. Well, with Ian Desmond, you don't give up a draft pick by not signing him. And if you did bring him in, you know he he's going to strike out a ton, and he's going to be bad. That's never on stopped defense. the White Sox from at before. the same. Yeah, but you look at that infield. Do you really want that number of strikeouts in your infield? Frazier's going to strike out a lot. Laurie's going to strike out a lot. Laroche's going
0: to strike out a lot. Yeah, but he gives you that. He gives you that pop that you really need in this lineup to overset the fielding because the White Sox don't have a good, like a really great fielding team to begin with. And plus, if LaRoche is out, is out there whiffing, he's gone within the first month. He, he opens up the DH spot for potentially Desmond, which I would give most of the DH slots to Desmond at this point anyways. Mm-hmm. I I would, I wouldn't, I'm not giving LaRoche a million at-bats right off the bat. He's not even playing right now. He's got a little bit of a flare up. So I would have had, ideally, an outfield of Jackson, Cabrera, and Eaton, Desmond in my DH slot, round Saladino, shortstop. I think that works out way better. You just get get Laroche and Avi. They have to make. They have to earn anything they get. They have to earn any scraps they want.
1: Well, that didn't happen, and now you're stuck with this. So, are you ex- are you, are are you optimistic that the the White Sox can win this division or no? No,
0: I wouldn't say optimistic. I wouldn't say it's hopeless. I'm not optimistic.
1: I mean, there's there's some realistic optimism here with the White Sox. They're
0: not they're not bad. They got some players. They got some really good players. They got some really good core players. But you talk about. The AL wild card. I don't know if they did enough. You know, there's so many things they could have done differently. But what about the wild card? There's going to be a lot of teams vying for it, like you said. Oh, look, the only teams that look really out of it to me are the athletics. Mm -hmm. Seattle. Um, Seattle. Minnesota, probably. Tampa Bay. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Red Sox. Red Sox might.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're a mess. I don't know what the... They're a mess.
0: They're... Yeah. I mean, They've they got they so
1: many random outfielders. Hanley Ramirez can't do anything right. He can't even hit anymore. Pablo <laughs> Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval's probably our best hitter. David Ortiz... No.
0: Hey. Not even close. Well... He wasn't even in their top 10 last year as far as hit, hitters. Hey, he come back. he could. come back. He's one of their top hitters.
1: I shouldn't but have But he's like,
0: oh, I, got my, I got my hundreds of millions. I got my three World <laughs> Series rings. Whatever. Hey.
1: He's. They expect him to contribute a lot, and he probably will. He'll Probably have a ba- uh, a bounce back year, but he they could. need production. That definitely Red Sox. I don't know Baltimore. They'll they'll probably be in it.
0: Uh yeah. I mean, I like the I like the Red Sox bringing in Kimbrel and Price, but I think the Orioles are just overall around a better team than the Red Sox. The Orioles got some real question marks in their rotation though, and they got they they were able to get good like Giovanni at a really nice price because <laughs> they threatened to like not give him anything right. But they just got, if they had Fowler, they would look really nice. But now they got Chris Davis, Pedro Alvarez, and Mark Trumbo. They got a bunch Mark of Trumbo, bats, baby. just flying Pedro around Alvarez, out there. Yep. Well, they they pieced uh, Pedro Alvarez would have looked really nice. The White Sox DH too nah. for six, just under six million. Yeah. You know he's gonna hit twenty five homers. I don't know. There's, there now nah, that that would be just an unnecessary investment. You need firepower too many times. There's just too many times Quintana's out there going eight shutouts. Like, oh, we got two hits. Well, you know, it's at some point you just got to be like, all right, if we're not going to develop our own hitters, let's just go sign some guys out there who are going to hit 20 homers. Anything in the minor leagues that intrigues you? For the White Sox? Yes. Pitching-wise, yes. I can't wait for Spencer Adams, Carson Fulmer. Frankie Montas is gone. He's Mm -hmm. out for the first half. Is he? Yeah, he got to get a rib removed. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, yeah, they dealt (laughs) him, and they were able to— that was a part of the Todd Frazier deal, right? Mm hmm. Montas and Trace Thompson. Jacob to the Dodgers. May's looking really nice
0: in spring training.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jacob
0: May. There you go. Adam Engel won Arizona Fall League Player of the Year. That's... He's a nice looking outfielder. So, I mean, they have some guys, but I think the the farm system ratings had White Sox like 22, yeah. Cubs 23.
1: Yeah. And the Cubs took, well, that's in baseball, America. They took a huge dive because their major players are distributing. Oh, All yeah. the good guys are up. Right. So, I mean, yeah. You brought up the Cubs. It's really nice of you because
0: now we can talk about the Cubs a little bit. Yeah, we, we talked the White Sox up and down.
1: No, I, to, I wanted to them. talk to you about the White Sox because, you know, it's not often that we'll be able to do this. You're my White Sox guy, so it was
0: good. Was, it's just the White Sox could have really saved the money. You know, you see how much they're paying Zach Duke. Right. He's not even really that much of a left-handed specialist. You could have got guys like Franklin Morales, Matt Thornton, Neil Kotz, who completely shut down left-handers. could have got him off for like a million. So that, that, was, a, that was a little fun way to save. You really want saved. Matt
1: Thornton and Neil, Neil Kotz again?
0: Dude, if you look at their, their, their stats against left-handers last year, completely shut them down. Dude. These guys know what they're doing. I'm with you. And you could have saved $20 million right there. Well, they got what they got. Uh, Dave
1: Robinson,
0: Matt Albers, Zach Duke, Daniel Webb. Z- oh, Daniel Webb's not <laughs> making a team. Get, get here. But Zach Duke doesn't really shut down left-handers, and they need that. And they didn't go for it. Well, that's okay. But it's okay. They got Dan Jennings. Who doesn't really shut down left-handers either. The well, White going to be fine.
1: They're going to compete. I think they're going to. The, I think they're going to yeah. give us a, a fun, a fun summer. I hope so, man. As long as I'm telling you, as long as Brett Lowry
0: produces, Brett Lowry, I'm telling you, Brett, bro, Brett, Lowry. Brett Lowry, You need him if he's hitting 20 bombs out of the seventh spot. And Deandre Navarro and Alex Avila are healthy and hitting. He needs to play defense and he needs to hit. Maybe you know, the interesting thing is Avila plays a lot of first base, and the White Sox have Hector Sanchez, Buster Posey's former backup, as their third catcher. So Floroach really sucks and. Vila's hitting, Viral's hitting. You want to get them both in the lineup.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens with LaRoche. I don't know what's going to transpire with him. Not bad. I, don't think he's, I think he's done. Yeah, I, I am with you. I think he's just.
0: He shouldn't be in the AL. He should be in the AL. He would. He, he should be DHing. I mean, he's a better. But he can't
1: f- do it. He spends his entire career. He's 30 foot, 5'36. 36. 36.
0: Like, you've been playing forever. Why don't you want to DH? That's fun. It's a totally different. He'll ball play first game. He's sometimes. a better first
1: baseman too.
0: Yeah, but then you can't put a Abreu in the DH. Yeah, because he doesn't want to. He'll hurt you. You want you want the White Sox want a Abreu to play first. He has to. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. Right. He, he, his morale will suck if he's out of the DH spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So is that pride. Yeah. All right, no. So you're what, just, do we think? what do we you're got? You're just jittering around. You want to talk Cubs? Yeah. And
1: just, <laughs> what do we got? We got. Um, so you want? You're saying Royals, Indians. White Sox?
0: Yeah, White Sox. Tigers, uh, Twins? Tigers, Twins, yeah. I'm
1: going Indians.
0: To win the division? I don't know. I can't... They got the <laughs> pitching for Anytime it. Anytime I fully invest in the Indians winning the division... Kluber, Carrasco, Salazar, I Tomlin. Know. I love it. I love it so much. You mean Trevor Bowers, your fifth starter? I and know. The guy can strike out 200? Indians are very, very solid. But that's like... Cody Anderson?
1: They need to rely on their biggest strength, and that's pitching, but... We'll see, Thanks. I uh, I can't I can't tell you. I would I would have to go with the Royals. Uh Royals are the team to beat. And then yeah, and then it's up for grabs pretty much. But in the NL Central, we have the Cubs as the favorite by many, but the Cardinals are still there and they're not
0: going to go away. And the Cardinals won what 100? Did
1: they 100 win over 100? 100? Did they win 163? 102? 100, I think it they just won 162. They won 100 even.
0: They uh they lost Lackey. And Jason Hayward. They lost Jason Hayward. Two top war players. But they replaced them with Adam Wainwright's tech, technically because he'll be healthy this year. They didn't have him last year. They added Mike Leak to show out the rotation, which is also finished with Carlos Martinez, Michael Waka, mm-hmm. and possibly Jamie Garcia. Yeah. See yeah. See out again? I, I don't Tyler know. Tyler Lyon's going to take that fifth spot. I think so? Someone like him. Well, I really like Carlos
1: Martinez. He's gonna be dominant, absolute beast. He's really good. Uh, and then, they're, and they're, they tried to replace Hayward, but you know, or they tried to resign Hayward, but they, you know, he just decided to go to the the right side. <laughs> so now they're gonna send out Tommy Pham and Steven Piscotti. Stephen
0: Piscotti, Randall Grichuk. They're, they they have some Holiday. depth,
1: and I would be very confident if I'm the Cardinals. They'd be like, yeah, Prato, well, we're gonna be fine.
0: Pralto's already out three to four months. Well, yeah, which oh, is, Dimas Diaz got to step up. Well, there we
1: go. they probably will because
0: that's the Cardinals. That's how they do it. Oh, by the way, shout out to Skip Schumacher, former Cardinal, retired the other day. Oh, we lost a great one.
1: That's okay. I think we'll live. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, <laughs> I see. I think uh, it's the Cubs' year, man. I really do. The Pirates, Pirates are going to be there again, but they're not going to be very. Uh, I don't think they're going to be on the
0: same level as they were last year. Lost Burnett. They finished one game Alvarez. better than the Cubs, right? They
1: lost Neil Walker.
0: They got one better. Daniel, yep. No, they got um. Well, they yeah. really got Janice. They got, got Ryan Vogel's yeah. song. No, you don't like those. You don't <laughs> no. like those signings. No, both of them are. Bleh. It's pretty good. Not really. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you, it's the Cubs' year. This is it. Do you disagree? You saying is it their year to win the playoffs? They're winning the World Series Go straight pl- up. That's what you mean. They're going all the way. Yes. What do you think that every year? No. Every single year. No. Every year, even like 2006 when they like won like 70 games.
1: No, yes. that was realistic This time
0: it just makes more sense Because it's the best they've been in a long, long time Yeah, they're the t- if I had to pick one team in the majors I'd pick theirs, but Can they do everything to win the World Series? I don't know, man It seems like the most impossible thing ever For the Cubs to go all the way and win the World Series I'll, I'll believe it when I see it well, This is going to be the year you see it Because it's going to happen, believe it I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it I'd put money on them not winning it's the three World Series 3-1, 3-1 to one to win it They're the favorite I'll take those odds I'll put like 200 down on them not winning Oh wow! Well then, I see where your loyalty is. Well, yeah, man. I don't want to sit here and watch another te- like the rival team win the World Series. I can't partake in any of the fun because no, 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 nobody nobody wants to be a lame White Sox fan, like party not like partying, but like completely celebrating the Cubs' victory, like cheering and you know things like that. Like that, you can't do that. Why not? You Can't do that. It's been man. 108 years. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll partake in the festivities maybe, but I'm not gonna be like. Oh, I'm so happy! This is what I wanted.
1: <laughs> well, that's a, this is what I've wanted since I don't know how long ago. I'll be happy.
0: I'll be happy for you. Well, you know, thanks, man. Other Cub fans. Thanks, man. I think you know, it'll be good for the city, maybe if they don't, you know, burn the city down after the win.
1: <laughs> well, but yeah. I, I'm telling you, if they do win, it's going to be like a four-day party. That parade? Could you imagine that parade? I'm not. I, I Cars going to get flipped. I'm staying. Well away from that Yeah no You
0: couldn't couldn't pay me To go to that That'll be rough But yeah I I look at the National League And I think Giants Definitely the Giants Are the biggest competitor Oh yeah They made the right moves man
1: I really do like the Giants Mets I like the Giants a lot The Mets Honestly I think the Mets Are just gonna win a wild card Because I think the Nationals Are gonna bounce back big time Really? Yeah I I like the Nationals a lot The Nationals Nationals, Mets And then the crapshoot Below them Marlins Braves, Phillies. Yeah, it's a mess of bad. Marlins a little bit improved, maybe.
0: Yeah, Jose I'm, Fernandez,
1: I'm... D Gordon. They no. signed. Bad. Hey, you know, two years ago they were right in the middle of everything. The Marlins were. They were like they finished what eighty one and eighty one.
0: You serious? Yeah, the Marlins I mean,
1: in L.E.S. L- a few years ago. Yeah, they were competitive. They lost Jose Fernandez for a while. They were good.
0: It's a different team. Hey, well, if L- stays healthy, they, they got great. a pretty nice looking offense. But yeah. no. Carter Capps went down already. The rotation behind Chen and Fernandez is very sketchy, very mediocre. Yeah, we don't have to we don't have to really discuss the Marlins. I, oh, they're, they're, they're probably my I least love the favorite
1: team. I hate them. I can't stand the Marlins.
0: I can't see any reason why you would not yeah, like well, the Marlins. We don't have to discuss
1: that. I just we're moving on.
0: Why? I mean, no, from we don't Florida. Have to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. got some West good players. Here. Look at the NL West. Uh, I'm just really trying to think I'm trying to why try- you would I'm, not I'm trying like the Marlins.
1: To move on from this conversation because I just want to come
0: across this desk and punch you in the face. All right, all right. If you don't, how about the Diamondbacks? I Think I know why.
1: What do you think? Diamond Diamondbacks are a real player, or what? It's
0: another team you like? Right. No, you have no reason to hate the Diamondbacks. No, the
1: Diamondbacks are 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 just no.
0: They're gonna win eight. They're gonna win eighty two games this year. You think so? Oh yeah, they didn't do enough. They got a really good offense. Do they? Know? I, just don't, I just don't think they did enough. Their their offense. You know, you got Paul Goldschmidt, David Peralta, uh, Nick Ahmed. You got Chris Owings. You got Yasmani Thomas, who's looking injured already. Jake <laughs> Lamb and Brandon Drury going for the third base job. Who'd you say? You say Mika Owings. Nick Ahmed uh, Nick Ahmed Hey man he's a good fielder He's a good fielder man. He's good at Gene Segura though is probably going to win That second base Or shortstop job I'm um, so sad to see them Just throwing in their Cierte
1: Well it's about that rotation You look at Grinke And Shelby Grinke, Miller. Corbin Shelby Miller and Solid Patrick Corbin's going to be better
0: And then you got Healthy. Robbie De La Rosa Robbie Ray Going for the fourth And fifth spot Robbie Ray's been killing it This spring dude. It's going to be a competitive struggling. National League for sure I just don't uh, see that That doesn't sound like A playoff team to me Alright
1: so we're going to Go through Alright We've we've talked enough. This
0: is this is
1: going on long enough. So I want to I want to wrap this up
0: by talking about. I think I found out why you don't like the Wait, I'll, be, I'll just wait till after the show.
1: <laughs> the division winners. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pick our standings for each league, each conference. Well, each division, whatever you want to call it. Okay, let's start okay. in the AL East. Who do you got winning that?
0: Blue Jays. Blue Jays for sure. I got the Blue Jays as well. Probably like ninety three, ninety four wins. Do
1: you think the Yankees make a wild card run?
0: Orioles wild card. I think the Orioles got it Okay, all. let's
1: do the division winners first. We got, okay, so I got Toronto. You got Toronto. What about the AL Central? Royals. Royals. I got the Royals as well. How about the West? Astros. I'm going Astros too. Wow. Connected. What do
0: you, th- what do you, th- all right, Great so- minds think alike sometimes. All
1: right, can you shut up? All oh, right, we have the wild card, wild card spots. What do you think?
0: Orioles, Indians.
1: Orioles, Indians, huh?
0: Yeah, I just think the Rangers are going to follow a little bit short this year. Got a nice looking team, but. I don't know. Healthy Hamilton would have made a huge difference.
1: I don't know, man. This is uh, it's pretty up, it's up for grabs,
0: honestly. It really is. Honestly, the Mariners come out of nowhere. Angels come out of nowhere. I don't know about the Angels, man. Angels are. I mean, they got Andrelton Simmons. They got UNL Escobar. The
1: lineup, man. They they got no protection for Trout. I don't know.
0: I, I mean, Trout's got uh, Pujols and and you know, um, what's his face, Cal Col- Calhoun. Yeah. Pretty good, decent protection. They're, they're five through nine is pretty brutal.
1: Okay. Well, let's move on. I'm not going to be a man and say my wildest. Hank Conker.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm pretty National sure he's gone. I, I,
1: like, I like the Nationals. I, I think the Nationals are going to put together a season. Yeah, the Mets are going to be there. I don't think the Nationals
0: are going to make the playoffs.
1: Well, that's, no, that's fair. Why do, you, why do you think they won't?
0: I just think they're they you know they lost Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Gio Gonzalez doesn't look as good as he used to. I mean Scherzer is a, is a just absolute beast. Tanner Rourke's probably going to fill out that fifth spot. Tanner Rourke's really good. He well he had an amazing 2014, but I don't know if that's ever going to be the same for him. And you got Joe Ross though looking pretty good. So I mean they got three really. I really good, like good,
1: that lineup. Uh,
0: yeah, Daniel Murphy and Stephen Drew and Struble Cabrera, who's on the Mets. Just kidding. But the first two. <laughs> Steven Drew, well, Steve Drew's okay. Zimmerman. I like to say Trey Turner gets him at with that. I think that the Nationals would eighty-six. P- nice pickup. Pierre is really nice. Matt Dan yeah. baby. Met. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So I you think like about eighty-six the Mets? wins for the Nationals? You
1: like the Mets? Then yeah. Okay. So I got the Nationals. You got the Mets in the East. What about the NL Central?
0: Cubs are definitely gonna win the division. Ooh. I just don't see them not winning a division. I know they're just too good. They're
1: just too good. It'll be Cubs Cardinals for sure. I think that's how it's gonna end. All right, NLS, what do you think? It's gonna be a three team race. three team race. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Giants too. I think the Dodgers gonna be there. I think so the wild card, I'm gonna go St. Louis and LA.
0: Yeah, same here. Yeah, so, Nationals with the Nationals not far behind, Pirates not far behind.
1: Oh, well, if the Nationals win the division, then the Mets can't make the wild card. Yeah, they can. I'm with, with my picks, I said, with oh, St.
0: Louis and L.A. So I don't you know. just change it?
1: Well, <laughs> I don't know now because I really— Dodgers
0: got, Dodgers got huge rotation questions. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. I don't know, you know. I don't know. You're right. I would have to—now that I look at it again, I would have to say the Mets over the Dodgers. I would have to do that. So two teams out of the NL East going into the playoffs and two teams out of the NL Central. All right, well—
0: Cubs is the number 1 seed. Yeah, they'll, they'll be the best
1: team in baseball. Take
0: the winner of the wild card game.
1: Yeah, they'll probably be the Mets.
0: I don't think the Cubs really want to play the Mets in the first round this year. Especially that could be that an early pitching? exit. Yeah. That I could agree. be an early exit for the Cubbies. Sorry. <laughs> well, well, because the 1 2, 1 2, Cubs, 1 2, 3, maybe they kind of match up with them. Maybe.
1: Cindergaard, Matt Harvey. Well, I mean, you never know. DeGrom. Zach Wheeler's going to be back. Steven Motts. Definitely Mets are dangerous, especially with that rotation. The Cubs, you just got to be able to hit them. Wow. What whatever. Wow. You know, let's enjoy 162 games first of awesome fun. Cubs baseball It'll and really maybe fun. some entertaining White Sox baseball. You yeah, never know, maybe. So look, wow, man, it's so nice to have you back because this is our first show, and I don't know how long we've had. Been like ten years. We, what this is? We're ten overestimate. Yeah, we're past. what well, we would be um what eleven. Yeah, we'd be eleven if we. Yeah, we've been doing this since we were eleven. Whatever. Can you tell? So this is what. This is probably what our. 15th podcast together. Maybe. Double digits for sure. So that was it was awesome. I want to thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Next That's time next time you're in town, please honor and a privilege. Please come in. Please come by. Uh, thank you to Most Valuable Podcast for hosting this podcast behind the pen. I am your host Mike Rankin until next time. See you all later. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.